Good morning, everybody. Uh, live on Cyber with uh, Dr. Stan. Uh, Julie's not with us today as she's taking some time to be with family and uh, as an alternative, but very much more than just an alternative. We have a very, very, very special guest, uh, board member Alexa McCullough. Uh, Alexa is hosting a webinar that we have uh, coming up in the uh, end of the month, May 25th, uh, May 25th to be exact, um, called Invasion of the Body and Mind Data Snatchers. So we're gonna be talking to Alexa about that. A little bit about Alexa, she's very involved in security, not just on our board, but as an entrepreneur in cybersecurity, she once ran an IoT cybersecurity company. Uh, it speaks to her being very, very technical. She's a true rocket scientist, two degrees, three degrees, three degrees, right, three, from the University yeah, of three. Michigan. Yep, go blue, University of Michigan, yeah. uh, and also an MBA from Harvard, uh, that uh, uh, school east of Michigan, I've you may have heard of it. Um, Beyond all of her technical stuff, I think what really characterizes you, Alexa, from the day we've met, you've got this real passion about helping people understand what's going on around the internet with their privacy, with security, all of that, and, and helping people understand it and get their arms around it and manage it. Uh, and, and with that as privilege, just if you will, tell us a little bit about the webinar you've got coming up, Invasion of the Body and Mind Data Snatchers. You know, and I, I, I hope everyone enjoys and get uh, that understands where the uh, that, that title comes from. Because every time we talk about kind of health data being sold on the internet and becoming available or hacked, it just made me think of the invasion of the body snatchers. So mm -hmm. today, you know, we have not just the physical health data that's getting out there, but we have mental health data, which for a lot of people is incredibly alarming. Um, and then we also have the genetic data. That genetic information. So when you kind of think about someone's privacy, what is it that you or does, you know, anyone in our audience, you know, care about it, it? You know, we all have our different reasons and different subsets of that that we personally care about. But it really, this event is about covering, you know, the physical health, the, the mental health and the genetic data. Yeah. So I, we wanted to kind of make it as broad as possible. So, you know, added into that is the fitness data, anything surrounding that, but it's, you know, it's being collected and sold without our knowledge. Um, mm -hmm. and I think it's also without our consent. I think that's the thing where people are getting upset. And, you know, it's been in the news quite a bit recently, but it's a fact that's without our knowledge and without our consent. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's when you think back to, we did an event uh, not quite a year ago in July of last year, um, when the Dobbs decision came out, you know, so it was within a month, within 30 days of, you know, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. We had a very large audience for that event. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the women, I think that majority of the audience was women, but, you know, there were a lot of men on that call that were really alarmed and concerned about, you know, the privacy that and the implications that that had for privacy, yeah. whether or not someone cared about, you know, pro-choice or pro-life, it was, it had serious implications for our privacy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, and so starting from there, you know, we, we realized that there's a lot, there are a lot of people out there who just have a lot of questions and just there aren't a tremendous amount of answers out there. Yeah. So well, there we hope yeah. we gave some answers, you know, on the mm -hmm. Ruby Gate event. Um, and, and now fast forward, we started, we had an event in January on abuse of personal privacy. Again, great audience, lots and lots of questions. Um, and, and so we kind of see this event, Evasion of Body and Mind Data Snatchers, as a follow-on, you know, in this series of events because 
it's just such an important issue. And now we're narrowing in, we're honing in on, you know, the fact that people are absolutely starting to care more and more about their privacy. And, you know, I think one of the problems we have is that people have this maybe natural assumption, uh, naive assumption that HIPAA covers it all, right? If it's Mm -hmm. healthcare, HIPAA covers it. And unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, The more, I mean, Stan, you and I have dug into some of the HIPAA laws to, to realize that, yeah, there's, it was really only created as a law to effectively um, allow the, the transfer of patient information from one provider to another or mm-hmm. from a provider to an insurance company and back. That's it. Yeah. It was very, very well, simple. Uh, go ahead, Stan. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say on, on, on that point, I mean, it, and it's so illustrative of what we're at, the, the state in, in, in time we're at, where we think our medical information is private, but yet we just had a story of a couple of weeks ago, it was in the news, where a lot of hospitals, when you go to their website, and you're looking for health information, you know, uh, the fact that you've been on their website, all the data around that is being collected and being sold. And to your point, I mean, we we think HIPAA, you know, right? HIPAA covers it. HIPAA is not covering that, although now we hear DHS may jump in and, and change it. But we've had other stories analogous. Uh, 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 one of the uh, prescription handling companies, I forget which one, which is had large fine. Might yeah. Be about. yeah, that's right. So, I mean, the, and, and and I think to, to your point and what's so valuable about what we're doing, I mean, collectively, the, the Secure the Village community is bringing the experts together to talk about this stuff in ways that connect. You know, it's, it's not just the techies talking to the techies, but it's how do you get that language out, get that discussion? So tell us about your guests. So, uh, so we've got two confirmed panelists so far. So I'll be moderating this event, mm-hmm. and I am excited for the two that we we have. So we have Renee Kwashi, who is mm-hmm. uh, the head of the digital uh, health platforms at the Consumer Technology Association. Now, I'm just yeah. going to point out to all of our listeners that the Consumer Technology Association is the organization that puts on the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas every January. It is the largest conference of any yeah. kind of you know, electronics, especially consumer facing in the world. And so to have Renee, who is by, you know, background, a privacy attorney, he understands Mm -hmm. all the laws. And we actually got him on this panel because I I had read something he had written. And, you know, he was just uh, very, very animated about his Mm -hmm. feelings, about how how could all this data end up out there. And so he and I have had a few chats. He is going to be a fantastic uh, panelist for us because he brings in not just the legal side of things, but understands, you know, all the data that's being collected and kind of these health mm-hmm. platforms out there. So yeah. he is yeah, that's, going to be amazing. That's super. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah. And, Renee, and our second panelist is uh, Felix Bustos, who is actually the CEO and founder of a uh, digital health platform himself. Now, they are collecting genetic data. And other, you know, healthcare data. So it's because he's a collector of all this information. Um, he actually feels that heavy responsibility. I think a lot yeah. of other platforms we wouldn't be able to get um, to come talk to us, but because he recognizes as a founder, the um, it's actually a, a competitive advantage for him to look at what is it that the consumer actually cares about. What do they want to then drive it as an advantage 
that what they're doing with the data is actually working to protect it. They are not yeah. out there to sell someone's data. So I think just kind of understanding from his perspective why, you know, how they've turned this into a competitive advantage for themselves, yeah. what they're actually doing with the data, what are they actually collecting? And, um, you know, kind of we can probe him on the collection side of things. Yeah. That, that, you know, as I listen to you, Alexa, I think to myself, just how um, we're in the space of danger and opportunity at the same time, the chaos of the Internet, the chaos of all the stuff that's going on, because I think about genetics and I think, you know, we are this far away from genetic drugs to whatever's going wrong in our body. We can. OK, this works for Stan, not Alexa. This works for Alexa, not Stan, and really being able to fine tune that, how wonderful that is. And yet at the same time, this dark side, what's happening to our information? Our insurance company is going to be able to deny us life insurance coverage because of our genetic capability that we don't have genetic cocktails for yet. I don't think that's where we want to go. Yeah, I, I don't think society wants to go there, but that's right. you know, the insurance companies are going there. <laughs> yes, that's, of course. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah, well, we're happy to give you a life insurance policy, but you're going to pay a 37% uh, increase in premiums because of your genetic makeup. It's like, I'm sorry, let's not, let's not go there. Yeah, we spread yeah, the yeah. risk amongst us all. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think the other thing is, that, you know, because a lot of the consumer fit, you know, we as consumers, think about every time you've ever added a new app to your phone or signed up for a new account, right? Yeah. The other thing we have is that we are signing up like crazy to agree to all these terms and conditions and agree to a privacy policy. The problem is that we don't understand the legalese, but probably more than anything, we're rushed for time. We just want to start yeah. using it. And sadly, right. when we start using things like our Fitbit or our Apple, you know, yeah. health devices or, you know, kind of just those are just a few. But we've got all of these consumer facing devices and accounts that we have, even with healthcare companies. Right. If you want mm -hmm. to use, do a telehealth appointment, you're probably not sitting there reading any of these terms and conditions. And so that's where we're getting ourselves into troubles because the lawyers that are behind the scenes writing up these policies are, are kind of covering the, the tushes of, you know, the companies, but, but we are out there giving this information That's away. Right. Because, yeah. There's no such thing as a free lunch as my mom likes to say. Mm -hmm. you know? um, mm -hmm. and, and, and so I think that's something that we also need to acknowledge, but I think for ourselves, yeah. we need to become better advocates and hopefully this event will, will address, you know, some of those concerns that people have. Well, that's exactly, and that's part of why we do this. I mean, it's 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 one thing for us to be advocates because we're somewhat intelligent about what's going on and 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 and, and so on. But that's not going to get us there. What we need is every one of us. We, the people, have got to be aware of, sensitive to, and ultimately ensuring that the privacy that we need is available to us and the benefits of giving up a little privacy here or privacy there so as to get something of value back is transparent we know what's going on we accept it i'm happy that pandora knows every song i listen to and how long i listen to it because i get better music that way 
Do I want them selling that to somebody who can aggregate it with something else and something else and something else and something else and identify my political perspectives and send me political misinformation? That's a little too far, don't you think? Uh, and yeah. yeah, we we, yeah. we will definitely need to have an event on mis and disinformation. I think oh. we, yes, that's so anyone listening to yeah. this, look ahead for that next event. Um, because it's a <laughs> that's 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 so true. But this is what we're all about at Secure the Village. It's it's how do we you know when I say all about it, this is one of our, our our major thrusts is helping the the community understand uh, all the impacts to privacy that that's that's happening. That's why you know. Uh, we're just so grateful to be able to get speakers like Felix and like Renee to come and help educate all of us, help us all understand what's what's going on here and what the implications are for our freedom, for our security, for our privacy that way. So, Alexa, I'm, I'm grateful you're putting this on and, and, and you're facilitating it. Uh, we got just a final moment or two. You want to just give us a, a quick wrap-up conclusion. I'll just say May 25th, 11 o'clock uh, Pacific time. Uh, you can register on our website. Please do securethevillage.org. It's also uh, available on LinkedIn. Alexa, you get the last word. You know, all that I'm going to say is if you want to learn a bit more or care about your data being snatched, especially your health data being snatched, I think this is a great event for, you know, you to or anyone to, to come join us because, you know, we will have a Q&A at the end and we are going to be open to, you know, anyone asking any of their questions. We definitely want to give as many answers as we possibly can. That's great. Super. Alexa, thanks so much. Uh, next week, I'll be back with Julie and... Uh, until then, to be continued, we're adjourned. Thank you.